Chiropractors, how's your financial fitness? Hi, everybody. Welcome to the KC Chiropults podcast brought to you by Cairo Health USA and Cats Consultants. I'm Dr. Michael Perish. I'm your host today, and we are going to be talking about how to create financial fitness for the chiropractic practice, for the chiropractic entrepreneur, and how to do some things to help master budgeting and your investments. As a business owner, we certainly want to be out there producing profits and those kind of things, but we need to be saving our profits. We need to be spending our money wisely. We need to be thinking ahead, not just for rainy days, but at some point, you're probably not going to be in practice anymore. In other words, you may want to retire. So we have to think ahead on those kind of things. So I thought today I'd just share some thoughts with you. For those of you that don't know, prior to chiropractic, I was actually in the investment banking business in mergers and, mergers and acquisitions, as well as direct investments. And so I, I learned a lot about how to analyze businesses and how investments work and those kind of things. And so I like to share that understanding with you guys from time to time. When we talk about financial health, I think the starting point is to address our current financial status. Where are you with it? You know, sit down and look at your finances, look at your loans, look at your net worth, which is your assets minus your liabilities equals your net worth, at least in simplistic terms. So what is your net worth looking like? What is your practice value looking like? So these are really key things to assess, not only just periodically, but honestly, you should be assessing your practice value every single year. You should be assessing your financial picture about every quarter. And you should be really watching some key metrics in your practice. Now, I know traditionally our profession has tracked statistics like new patients, patient visits, services, and collections. We like to go much, much deeper than that because that, that whole analysis part of your practice is incredibly important. Because here's the thing. Here's the funny thing about statistics. The numbers are black and white. They never lie to you. So because they never lie, they will tell you really deep, interesting things about your practice. It'll, they'll point out problems before they become big issues. They'll tell you whether you're doing really well or not so really well and so forth. So we really want to dig in and not just skim the surface by looking at those top four traditional, traditional stats. And we could add PVA into that, which Dr. Fox and I did a whole podcast on PVA one time. So you probably already know how I feel about that one, but we need to be really assessing profitability. So we need to be watching our expenses versus our collections. That's incredibly important. We should know what our cost per patient visit is and how much profit we make per patient visit. We need to be tracking our dropout percentages to make sure that we're keeping the practice full of patients and we're not allowing them to drop out faster than we're bringing new ones in. So there's a real fine balance there. So we need to really think about retention. Years ago, we used to think that it was new patients that drove the practice. It's really not. Today, we really want to be focused much more on retention. Well, you can tell I got a little bit of sunburn over the weekend because uh, I live in Florida. And so uh, that's, why, that's why I look a little, little toasty today. But uh, anyway, so... You, we want to make sure too that we're really using our business wisely and that we're spending money, not just haphazardly, but we know what we're spending. So we're setting a budget every month. We know exactly what our fixed expenses are, what our variable expenses should be. So what's the difference between the two? 
where your rent, for example, is probably a fixed expense, but your utilities fluctuate every month, right? Unless you're on a, a flat pay rate. So we want to, uh, we want to really understand what are all the expenses in the practice and are we driving in enough revenue to make that work? Part of that, part of really getting down to the nitty gritty of whether or not you're profitable or not is really having a good fee setting, fee setting strategy. We happen to be just a little bit haphazard when it comes to setting our fees far too often. And there's really a science to it more than just, well, the chiropractic clinic down the streets charging $49 for a new patient exam. So I guess we'll do the same thing. Your expenses may be much higher and you need to charge a, a, a higher rate for new patients, for example. So you really want to dig into your fees and make sure that your fees are set correctly and that you have a good fee strategy in place that not only brings profitability to, into your practice, but still looks attractive to, to your patients. And I'm going to tell you something about fees. You don't have to be cheap. You don't have to be cheap. You can make great money in this profession by, by sometimes setting your fees just a little bit higher than everybody else. You don't have to play the race to the bottom fee game. So at least I don't recommend it. We also want to make sure that when we're, when we're spending money, that we're spending it wisely. So we're not spending money on things that we don't need. We're not buying new tools and toys in the practice that we're not going to use, that aren't going to drive revenue, that we're really thinking hard and fast about about tactics and strategies. If you're going to buy new therapy equipment, for example, make sure that you have the strategies in place to make it work. Are you going to use it? Is it going to turn a profit? What is your return on investment going to look like? When do you have it paid off? How many patients do you need to see, et cetera? So you want to make sure that you're really managing money correctly. And I see a lot of doctors being afraid of debt. So they go out, they put stuff on credit cards, and then pretty soon before they know it, the credit card got out of control. Go to your bank and get a line of credit. Line of credit is going to be a much lower interest rate. Any money that you're not using of that line of credit, you're not paying for. It's not these crazy high interest rates like a credit card. Every business should have a line of credit and use that line of credit maybe to buy a new piece of equipment because your accountant says you need to spend some money. So you put it on your line of credit and pay, pay it back over a couple months. When it's only at seven, eight, nine percent interest, that's way better than your 24, 27% credit card, right? So you're going to pay a whole lot, a whole lot less for it. So we want to make sure that we really apply good budgeting and good cash flow management. And a, a lot of doctors ask me about things like advertising expense. Advertising expense is one of those variable expenses that should change every month, but yet I see a lot of us getting attracted to these fixed dollar marketing programs where you're spending $2,500, $5,000 a month, every month. And there's no relation back to ROI and what your collections actually are. You should set your advertising budget somewhere between about three to 7% of your collections, three to 7%, not 37, three to 7% of your collections of your cash collections. So Make sure that you're setting your ad budget correctly. And so, and make sure you're spending the dollars correctly and that you're not getting locked into something that, that has uh, way too big of an impact on your cash flow. So we're talking about financial health for chiropractic entrepreneurs, how to budget, how to, to invest and those kind of things. So we're going to catch a quick word from our sponsors here. Then we're going to come back and we're going to dive into this just a little bit further. 
So we all feel it. Rent or dining out, gasoline or movies. As a matter of fact, the dollar is not going as far for a whole host of reasons. And it's impacting everybody regardless of your financial situation. Did you know that 38% of the overall population is having to reconsider how they're spending their money just to afford the healthcare they need? And if you break it down further, 26% have actually delayed the healthcare that they need, including going to see you, the chiropractor. So here's what we need to know about the breakdown in demographics. You would think that someone who's making $120,000 or more would be continuing their care right now. But the actual number is 18%. 18% of that group is actually putting off healthcare. And that's a group of people making six figures. When you take that same information all the way down to a group making 40,000, that number is much higher. It's closer to 40%. So it's never been more important than now to make sure you've made it easy for your patients to come see you, that you have choices for them, and you understand what they're going through at home. We wanna make sure your practice thrives during this time, and we encourage you to learn about what Cairo Health USA can do for you and your practice and making it easy for patients to see you and continue care. Hi everybody, welcome back to the KC Cairo Pulse podcast brought to you by Cairo Health USA and Katz Consultants. I want to talk a little bit about personal financial management for chiropractors. You know, this is incredibly important. We need to balance our business and personal expenses, but not commingle them. So work with your accountant. What can the practice pay for? What do you need to be paying for personally? Can you run your student loans, for example, through the business? Can you run your car through the business? So you want to make sure that you have a very strict budget and separation between your personal and your business finances. That's incredibly important. Also, make sure that you're saving. We always recommend that you save at least 15% of your cash flow every month in the corporation. So get it into an interest-bearing account, whether it's a money market account or something, but let it earn a little bit of money for you. You should be saving 15% of your cash flow every single month. And what's that for? Well, it's for emergency funds, it's for expansion, it's for whatever you might need it for when you need it. And of course, if you have a line of credit, you also have extra funds that you can tap into, but we want to make sure we use that line of credit correctly. Also, on a personal basis, make sure that you have a good accountant and a good financial advisor. And not somebody that just has a bevy of mutual funds that they can, they can sell you. You want somebody that actually helps you plan, that creates some investment strategies that puts you in a position where you're actually, your, your money's actually earning something. So make sure you set up a Roth IRA, for example, and maximize it every year. If you own the business, you can set up a simple IRA, which is kind of like a 401k and, and you can put about $14,000 a year into it. Here's the cool thing. You and your spouse can. If you have uh, your kids working in the business, they can put money away too. So you can really glean some money out of the practice and get it into savings where it's protected and you're saving for retirement. Also, again, make sure that you've got some good investment strategies. If you're young and fairly new in practice and retirement years are 35, 40 years away, you, you may want to really be in, in a high growth mode. If you're approaching 
closer to retirement, you may want your investments to be spinning off more dividends and more cash and so forth in the beginning. When it's possible, buy a home. It's a great investment. Your home typically goes up in value over time. It's just a great way to save. <clears throat> and there's, when we talk about investments, there's all kinds of things that are, that are completely suitable for, for doctors. Real estate, great investment opportunities, stocks, ETFs. ETFs are, are I think, one of the greatest things because it's kind of this hybrid between a mutual fund and a straight-up stock investment. And you get, a, you get a lot of bang for your buck without the expense load that most mutual funds have. Bonds can be great for generating income. And make sure, again, that you use those retirement accounts. And always make sure that your investments are diversified. Don't let just a bunch of cash just sit there on the sidelines doing nothing. Make sure that you're thinking long-term and that you have your money working for you. Now, there's also some financial mistakes that we want to make sure that we avoid. So there are some common financial pitfalls that we see a lot of doctors fall into. One is the shiny thing. What's the shiny thing? Well, you go to a convention and you see a brand new therapeutic device and you think, oh my gosh, I got to have that. And you don't really think it through. You don't think about, well, do I have any patients that can use this? Maybe get attracted to a decompression table, but you forget that you're a pediatric practice. So you probably don't have many patients that can utilize the decompression table. So that might not be a good idea to buy, right? So that's a financial pitfall that you want to make sure that you avoid. Now, we, we all get caught wasting money on something somewhere along the way. But I always use this rule of thumb. If you're going to make a decision about buying something and it's over a certain amount, if you're new in practice, maybe if it's more than $500, if you've been in practice a while, maybe it's more than $1,000. But table the decision for 24 or 48 hours or even a week. If there's no burn, no rush to make the decision, don't make it just yet. Think it through a little bit. Let your subconscious work on it. Also, make sure that you get good professional help, good uh, financial strategist, a good family planning attorney, one that can help you set up a will and those kind of things. Very, very important, especially if you're having a family and those kind of things. Make sure you have a good accountant. Meet with your accountant a couple of times a year, not just at tax time to turn over all your tax documents. Make sure that you're meeting with them and really understanding how to read your profit and loss statement, how to put your balance sheet together, how to value your practice. And in fact, at Cats Consultants, we, we help doctors value their practices. We think you should value it every year. And hopefully you see it going up. And if it's not, that's one of those statistical measures that we've got you if you've got time if you're not selling your practice in the next six months you may have time to kind of turn that around and make your practice continue to grow on your balance sheet the value of your practice grow so make sure you're getting good financial advice good attorney good accountant good investment advisor those kind of people can be invaluable to you two make sure that you have good software in your practice and what what do i mean by that well good software that's tracking your ar so that you don't have money falling through the cracks. Make sure you have good procedures in place that you're reviewing EOBs if you're in insurance and not writing off stuff that shouldn't be written off and not giving away services that you don't need to be giving away. So really having good strategies in place for those kind of things can really help. You'd be shocked. You'd be shocked at how much extra money just by paying attention you can bring into your practice and to your bottom line 
just by doing some good strategies with making sure that you're not giving away services when you shouldn't be. And this is such an important topic that I think it's really should be second nature that you need to learn. So if this is not an area that you're very familiar with, learn. There's great books, videos, learn how investing works. Doesn't mean you have to go out and be an investor or a day trader. That's not what I'm talking about, but understand because learning is key to success. So make sure you do those kind of things. And if your cat's client, you know that we already put on a lot of classes and seminars and things for you guys about investing and about the importance of those things. So good financial management is again, paramount to your success. So make sure that you're budgeting, make sure that you're investing, make sure that you've got your fee strategy set correctly, analyze your insurance contracts every year. Are, are you getting reimbursed anything? Is any more fee on those insurance plans? Maybe it's time to switch patients over to cash, learn good retention strategies, learn how to analyze your practice from a statistical point, not just the, the simple stats that we typically do in the profession, but really a deep dive on your statistics and make sure you're keeping up with that. Also, be sure to check us out. We've got all kinds of free downloads. Uh, subscribe to the, to the podcast. Make sure you're tuning in every week. Dr. Fox and I like to completely dismantle and disrupt how we're managing our chiropractic practices in the profession. We love sharing our ideas with you guys. And we've had huge feedback uh, since we started this podcast and it's growing like crazy. So be sure to share it with everybody in the profession as well. Also, be sure to check out our sponsors, Cairo Health USA. They're doing amazing things for practices as well as CATS Consultants. That's our consulting company. If you haven't done so yet, schedule a breakthrough call with us. We love doing these. We love talking to you guys about your practices. It's free. There's no catch. We don't strong arm anybody, but we want to hear about your practice, how it's going, and how we might be able to help you make it even better. So, all right, everybody. Keep helping your patients and get a good management company behind you to, to consult with you and coach you on making your practice even better. All right, everybody. Dr. Michael Perush here with KC Chiropult's podcast. We'll see you next time. Pat's Chiropractic Consultants, your partner in chiropractic success. We are dedicated with one-on-one -on -one guidance to bring you all your practice management needs. Let's supercharge your practice. Give us a call today, 303-447-4000.